0: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The views and opinions expressed on Unlock Your Wealth Radio are those of the host, guests, and callers only and are not necessarily the views of Unlock Your Wealth Radio, Heather Wagonall's, or Success Publishing International. Worried about retirement? Want to travel the world or just be around to watch your kids grow up but you can't because you're drowning in debt? Now you can! With Heather Wagon Halls and the Keys to Riches powered by Unlock Your Wealth Radio, Heather will show you how to stop chasing your wallet, eliminate debt, lose financial stress, and live the life of your dreams. If you truly ever wanted to have more, do more, be a Give Back More, now's your chance! Listen weekly to hear what others are doing to manage their money better with these proven strategies for building wealth with the Keys to Riches Financial Philosophy. Now, here's your host,
1: Heather Wagonhall. Yes, sir. You are listening to the Keys to Riches powered by Unlock Your Wealth Radio. And this segment is sponsored by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at unlockyourwealthradio.com forward slash free book and click on the link to over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Welcome to the show, everyone. I'm Heather Wagonhalls, and I am thrilled to be your purveyor of prosperity on this, our 13th key, the final key. In our Keys to Riches financial philosophy today. Uh, b- helping me bring you this key, I am flanked by the maestro of moolah, Michael Terry. Hey, folks. And we are going to help you get your money mind right on today's episode with the following great features. So first off, final key. Final Miguel?
0: key. Key 13, become a voracious reader.
1: Yes. This, well, I, you know, I always say this key is my favorite key or this key is an important key. Because you
0: like to read.
1: <laughs> but, but this is probably like my all time favorite key. Yeah. I mean, because they're all so important, you know? Oh, yeah,
0: they're
1: totally all important. Um, and, but this one, this one is like puts all the other ones over the top because by becoming a voracious reader, it makes each key work that much better
0: and there's no way to substitute it for become a voracious film watcher is there?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I know about the research and the data that's and the studies that are done on the brain about reading versus watching. Yeah. You know.
0: I know. It's so something I got to deal with. Yeah. I bought two books yesterday though.
1: Yeah, well see, you know, but audiobooks count.
0: That's true. Yeah.
1: Audiobooks count because you're you're listening, and especially with nonfiction, you really have to think about it. With fiction, you get swept up into it because, like a great movie, where you get the crap scared out of you or you're crying. Okay, a good book, a well-written book, even if it's read to you, should catch you up in that fashion. I
0: should do the same thing. I've had bad luck with audiobooks because you don't I've, like listening. No, I've all the. The ones that I bought, I've been really excited, and then I get them on, and the the person that I was expecting to be reading the books was not reading the books. They hired some voiceover pro, and I wanted to hear the, you know, it was nonfiction. I wanted to hear the guy that wrote the oh,
1: book. Oh, yeah, that's a problem. Yeah, I could just see, like, you know, Will Ferrell reading James Earl Jones' exactly. autobiography. And that's, sort of, <laughs> and that's sort of what it was.
0: It was a... It was a, you're not a basketball fan, but Bill Russell. I know Bill. Bill Russell was a famous Boston Celtic, and he has more championship rings than any other athlete in the world. He had 11 championship rings, and he wrote a book. And I just was so psyched to listen to Bill Russell read his own book, and it wasn't Bill.
1: Oh, well, yeah. Well, that uh, that makes sense. But see, now here, see, I got um, a biography, well, like an autobiography by Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm -hmm. And I really... Loved it, but I'm so glad that he only narrated like the first couple of chapters. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I guess so, yeah. <laughs> because I, I wanted to be able to understand it. Yeah, yeah. you know, goodie man. <laughs>
0: and you didn't want to have you didn't want to laugh at every other sentence. You wanted, you know, because he mm. he has this comedic timing because of his Austrian accent. You know, it, right? It, it, works, it works in association with.
1: Yes, and so so I was pleased that he did part of it, but not all of it.
0: It's not the tumor.
1: <laughs> it is not a tumor. <laughs> I have a headache. I love that. That was Kindergarten Cop. Good reference.
0: Kindergarten Cop was one of the best. I, I loved his comedic stuff more than his, his uh, macho stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah oh, for sure. You know what? It was really funny, or I shouldn't say funny, haha, but like very interesting is you know, I used to do modeling and I did all of the the modeling and stuff for a, a local gym called Beauvais. And when they did their grand opening of this new location, um, uh, Lou Ferrigno made an appearance. And so I got to work out with Lou Ferrigno. And wow. so like, you know, he's, you know, he, he speaks fine. Like, you know, he's just a normal person he, and he read, reads lips. So you don't notice that. That he's a deaf person, yeah. um, but what was interesting is after being around him, I just had this idea in my mind of what being around Schwarzenegger would be like, and then when I finally met him, because I got a, I, I got him to autograph the his bodybuilding encyclopedia and I met him and Maria at this event. And I was so disappointed he was short, like, like he was smaller than I thought he would be. Yeah, he yeah. seems like so ginormous, but six foot, well, I guess I'm 5'9", so six foot isn't really that tall. You're,
0: you're, I thought you were taller than 5'9".
1: Well, it's deceiving because I'm always wearing shoes, okay. like the, with heels yeah, on them, because yeah. I'm more comfortable in heels. But yeah, so it's very interesting. But
0: you anyway. Ta- you want to talk about money?
1: Well, perhaps. <laughs> let's talk about that today. Reading books um well, Let's talk about our moolah word of the day. Sounds good. It has nothing to do with reading. But it's good, or
0: Schwarzenegger,
1: or Schwarzenegger, uh, or you know, uh, Lou Ferrigno, who Go was pretty wrong. awesome, the Hulk. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, today's moolah word of the day is money market. And money market is a market for short-term debt securities, such as bankers' acceptances, commercial papers, repos, negotiable certificates of deposits, and treasury bills with a maturity of one year or less, and often 30 days or less. Money market securities are generally very safe investments, which return a relatively... <laughs> This says the definition says relatively low interest rate, but I'm going to say relatively minuscule interest rate in these days uh, that is most appropriate for temporary cash storage or short term horizons bid and ask spreads are relatively small due to the large size and high liquidity of the market. So what you're probably thinking of is, well... I have my emergency fund in a money market account. Is that the same thing? And yes, you use it similar to a checking account, but it's actually a fund of these low and short term securities, marketable securities. So that's what's important about the distinction between a regular investment account, money markets, money market accounts, our, I shouldn't say our, are, A-R-E, they are insured by the FDIC. They're not considered like a risky investment like a mutual fund or a stock offering because you do have checking account access to it. What makes Money Markets a great place to put your emergency fund money is because it makes a little bit of interest. It's nothing to write home about. It's nothing to put your retirement in. And in addition to giving you a few bones, what else it does is it functions like a checking account, but not really, because it limits the amount of checks you can write per month. So you have to, so some places charge you a penalty or a fee if you go over three. I mean, most of the ones that I've had over the years, have always had three. You can write three checks a month without penalty. And the idea is that it is a security. It is an investment of sorts. And so if you're constantly liquidating, you're not earning that full potential. And so now... Uh, The bank takes a position in these securities, so they've got to replace your withdrawal with somebody else's money. You know, so that's why they limit the amount so you can earn the full amount. I mean, ideally, the bank is invested in a money market, and then they offer you a fraction of what they're earning is <laughs> truly how it works. So that's, that's what banks do. Um, and that's how banks make money, but that's what you need to know about money market accounts. And so if you haven't started saving an emergency fund, it's great because of that nice little penalty for withdrawal. If you, if you go over, so it gives you access, but not a whole lot of access. So you have that impending consequence of if I touch this money and that might just be enough fire under your fanny oh, yeah. to keep you from making a want into a need. It's
0: definitely been a fire in my fanty. I
1: you know, fanty. <laughs> Ooh, what are those? Man, what's a fanty, baby? <laughs> so that's it for your moolah word of the day, money market is your term. And uh, so this we're we're approaching the end. So let's take a short quick trip down memory lane for this last season. So for those of you who are joining us for the first time, Welcome to Keys to Riches Radio, and uh, we're going to overview what the Keys to Riches are before we get into this week's key, because we're here at the last one, and then we'll tie it all together for you. Sounds so good. The Keys to Riches is a baker's dozen of financial concepts that I have developed into this philosophy that teach you how to think like the rich and be in control of your own money. We also give you specific techniques to create or fix your credit, eliminate debt, save and invest, building wealth while transforming your current financial habits into healthy money management skills. And we do this one key at a time, one week at a time here at Keys to Riches, powered by Unlock Your Wealth Radio. And we have 13 of these little buggers, a baker's dozen. And uh, let me help Michael out while he's struggling to search for his document, because after three years and, you know, several hundred episodes, he hasn't remembered them. (laughs) So the first key is acceptance. Acceptance and affirmation. Okay, good. So maybe if I just give you a little teaser, you can finish them up.
0: Yeah, I'll just pick them up up
1: here. Okay, there we go. So acceptance and affirmation is our first key. And pretty much this is the key that says if we want to be different, have something different. We must think and do something different. And until we recognize that we don't know anything about money or what we do know about money, our preconceived notions are off or wrong in some way. Mm -hmm. They're not benefiting us because we don't want to be totally negative because you are a culmination of all the beliefs that we're either, uh, imposed upon you culturally or parentally or socially. Uh, and most of the time we have very little choice in our beliefs because they become ingratiated over time. So until you recognize that you have an issue, you're not going to be able to move to correct it. And that's the purpose of this week's key or of this particular key. And so we have to accept where we are in order to change where we want to go. And and we have to do that first because we can't pretend like we're okay when we're not okay. Because pretending is just denial. It's like a warm fluffy blanket, blanket. Yeah. So we just got to get rid of that idea and and move forward and say, "Look, I screwed up or I don't know anything." Dude. But 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 that's pretty simple. You yeah. either have to say, "I screwed up," and you can do that without judging yourself. You shouldn't judge yourself because that is As we know from our forget the perfection principle key, it's an exercise in futility. It serves no purpose to punish ourselves or judge ourselves Mm -hmm. for things. We just make choices, and when we realize that those choices aren't benefiting us, we can make another choice. But until we accept that we are where we are and we have the resources or lack thereof that we have or don't have, we'll never move to make a change. Mm -hmm. The the second part of this is affirmation, and this is a critical piece of this first key because— Likely our belief systems have failed us. The people that indoctrinated us to these beliefs have failed us. And because we've been doing the same thing for so long, it may be difficult for us. To switch gears, so we have to build back that self esteem muscle, and so that's affirmations of the exercise or the gym or the workout facility for your self esteem because it's what's going to help give you the confidence that you are capable of overcoming these issues once you determine you're willing to make the choice. Mm-hmm. So there's always capability and willingness, but we could be willing but not have the belief that we're capable, even though we. Physically have the capability, belief is everything. Mm-hmm. So we have to we have to get there first. Then our second key is
0: take action and make assessment.
1: I call this our going green key because we are going to do an organic assessment. We're not going to just pull out our statements, and review everything. We're going to make an active, passive assessment. <laughs> so we're going to actively, passively assess our income. You're like, what? And so in the here, we challenge ourselves for the next six weeks to collect receipts because we're not looking for how much. Because the key to successful budgeting isn't budgeting at all. So it never matters how much, because how much will be relative to your income and your ability to apply for and obtain credit. And what's expensive to you might be cheap to somebody else. So it's all relative. But we're not looking for that. We're looking for different things. We're looking for when we make certain financial decisions so we can figure out the drivers behind them, because it's behavior that makes these things. We already know to spend less and save more, but we don't. And so we need to catch when we're making our errors in thinking and judgment so we can move to correct those. And it's all biology based. So you're triggering certain physiological traits that protect us and keep us safe, that move us away from, pleasure, or away from pain and towards pleasure are triggering those behaviors that you've had ingratiated upon you. And so we have to identify what those are because likely you don't even know that they're happening to you. And if you listen to some of the past shows, I give you some amazing examples of how people had no idea why they did what they did. And it was just actually a downward spiral and digging themselves a deeper hole. Hmm. Our third key, which is really exciting.
0: Dreams with deadlines.
1: Yes, because this is where all hope is possible. This is where we put possibility in the driver's seat. And we think about all the things that we want. Uh, All the things that we desire, all of the things that we like to have, to do, and to be. And this is where we roll this all up into one. And by the way, in January, we're going to do a big goal achievement strategy seminar. And uh, we're going to do a virtual seminar. And if you want to learn how to deploy these keys, not just in your financial life, but in every aspect of your life, you should join us for that. And so we'll be having um, some more announcements. So pay attention to the website at unlockyourwealthradio.com or just keep a lookout for us at uh, our YouTube channel. Um, and uh, just look for Heather Wagonhalls and you'll find us. So, um, So this is where we take and goals... Without an action plan, without deadlines, are just dreams. And so here in our goal achievement strategy, we take a biology-based approach to goal achievement because we already know how to set and achieve goals, ideally, but we don't. Again, biology gets in the way. And so this is our foolproof strategy for achieving the goals you desire, and it really makes a big difference because financial freedom is the one of the last things we plan for. We plan our two-week vacation with more intensity and detail than we do our entire financial life. And so for that same amount of time that we invest in our travel plans, we can chart out what our financial freedom looks like and how to get there and create an easily achievable path. Our fourth key is...
0: Knowledge is power. Not knowing is powerful.
1: Yes, it is. And so in this key, we address our knowledge checklist. And we also introduce to you our 3-5 financial strategy that helps you understand what you need to be focusing on in order to achieve financial freedom. And this knowledge checklist allows us to identify what it is when people don't turn off their cellular telephones when they're in the recording studio. But the uh, this knowledge checklist allows you... To be able to address all areas of your financial life. You might not even know some of them exist, but you can't do anything about that if you don't know. That's why knowledge is power, but what you don't know is even more powerful because it can materially affect your financial outcomes. And so we learn our three, five financial strategy, which are three questions and five areas of concern, and we learn how to address those in this key. (laughs) You are listening to the Keys to Riches powered by Unlock Your Wealth Radio. This segment is sponsored by KeepMyID.org, the only service that actually prevents identity theft. All others are just monitoring services. Put your credit on lockdown for Keys to Riches radio listeners by visiting our website at keystoriches.com forward slash KeepMyID and click on the link to start protecting your financial future right now. Remember to use promo code WAGS. So now we have gotten through our goal achievement strategy, and we know what we need to be addressing financially. What is the next step?
0: Take emotion out of the picture.
1: Yes. So what happens after we biologically respond to something in our environment? That's our survival mechanism being triggered. So once that happens, we move into our second brain or where the curmudgeon lives. So if the I do, the initial decision officer, doesn't take any action we may still have a survival response in this next area in our curmudgeon part of the brain. For those of you who are not familiar with what I'm talking about, please download a past episode and learn about the three amigos model for information processing. And it's my generic, simple, simple, non technical way of describing how the brain processes information and it's, it's easily relatable to, and so you don't need to know a thing about science or the brain to understand how this works. I, I I drill it down and make it uber basic. And so in this curmudgeon part of our brain, this is where we hold our both memories and our emotions. And this key is all about learning how to keep our passions in perspective. We want to be excited and passionate about earning money, and achieving our goals. And on that same token... But the flip side, we also want to learn how to remain impartial when it becomes uh, to parting with our cash. And this is not just spending money. This is also saving and investing it in, because we can still make emotional decisions on the investment side or the saving side that could have negative ramifications if we're too emotionally engaged. If we're not evaluating an investment opportunity properly, maybe we jump in too soon or if too much money or we don't we think we bet on the fact that it's our friend and we love and respect our friend and that's why we should invest in it never mind the fact that he's never managed a business successfully in his life and everything is he's filed personal bankruptcy more times than people change your underwear
0: talking about our president?
1: (laughs) (laughs) would I be talking about our president elect? shame on you did I bash him? <laughs> Hi, go Gary supporters here. Uh, <laughs> this is the libertarian version of Keys to Riches. Uh, so anyway, um, so so that's what we learn in taking emotion out of the picture, and so it's important that you understand that part. Our next key:
0: hope for the best, plan for the worst.
1: Now we start att- attacking the area that can be most complex for us. And this is that survival mechanism at its finest. And so we're addressing more of the biology fundamentals. And in this, we want to plan for the best. We want to create that dreams with deadlines, goal achievement strategy. But we also want to be prepared in the event of a catastrophic emergency. And anything can go wrong in your lives. And the only way to successfully negotiate an emergency is to remain calm. One of of the great ways to remain calm is to have a plan because fear paralyzes us. So if we address the things and and nobody likes this key for this particular reason, because you have to talk about the things that you don't want to talk about. What about the death of an income producing spouse? What about the incapacitation of an income producing spouse? That stuff sucks to talk about. Nobody wants to talk about being dead. Yeah, Nobody does. Uh, But it's an eventuality that you must plan for, because if you don't plan for it, the government will plan for it. Because dying intestate, Means somebody else who has no idea what you want or who you want your stuff to go to is going to make a decision on those very things. Mm-hmm. So you have to address these things. Uh, what do I do about an unexpected or unplanned pregnancy or all of a sudden the immediate responsibility of an indigent parent? Or a special needs child. Who knows? Your lame brother-in-law that just got fired again and has been living on your sofa for three months. You know, you got to address these things. And this gives you the tools and resources to do it in key six. Key seven is where it starts to come together.
0: Break the budget. Yes.
1: Just like diets. Budgets are something we go on to and off of. We talk about budgeting from its root word, which is essentially a small French handbag. A bougie, like a cocktail purse is what a bouget is. Yeah. And only a few things can fit into it. So the whole point or perception or connotation of a budget is that it's inherently bad because only certain things go in it. It's restrictive. And that's a painful point for us and so since we're towards pleasure away from pain people we have problems with budgeting it infers by its very nature lack suffering suffering <laughs> abstinence yeah and that's not something that we can address or deal with properly so what we're going to learn here is How to break that budget and create a healthy savings and spending plan instead. It's muy fabuloso. So all the work that we did in our second key, our green organic assessment, what we do now is we get all of that out for this break the budget key. And you'll want to download one of those episodes for it. Then we have our...
0: Uh, we are on our eighth key, no seasonal exceptions.
1: Yes, and this is where how we learn how to use the rules of etiquette to preserve our financial freedom and protect our savings and spending plan. Number nine.
0: Create credit.
1: We learn what goes into an awesome credit profile and how to stop leveraging our loafers so we can actually leverage ourselves successfully for real estate investment, which brings us to our next key.
0: Remember real estate.
1: And this is where we learn how to begin a a successful real estate investment career and also how to do an analysis of how close to or far away from you are from starting real estate investing right now.
0: Number 11 is forget the perfection principle.
1: Yes, and I mentioned this up front. Because we make biologically based decisions and not always rational, reasonable decisions from our third brain – We have to act without judgment and just take in information. And we learn with our four-step forgiveness principle in this key, how to successfully extract the message or meaning of mistakes we make and carry that forward, but ditch all of the baggage and the emotion that goes along with it. Then?
0: Number 12 is practicing the three R's.
1: Now, this is the key that takes us from just being a budgeting strategy to an actual lifelong pursuit. Of financial freedom. Because like I said, budgets are something you go onto and and off of, and usually with dire results when that happens, when you get off of the budget. And so with a healthy savings and spending plan, this review, revise, and recommit key is what keeps us on track. And that brings us to our final key.
0: Become a voracious reader.
1: Yes. And so this key is critical. This this financial philosophy is not the be-all, end-all. It is simply your foundation to put the proper behaviors in place for successful money management and financial freedom in order to take this foundational course to the next level. And we do have additional courses, by the way, but to take this for, to the next level for you personally, you've got to start reading. You've got to start learning and expanding your financial knowledge base. You have to understand what investments are and how they work. I mean, we have a financial fluency course and we also have financial mastery, which are additional courses that we offer online at our website at keystoriches.com. But essentially, reading does great things for us First, First, it elevates our ability to communicate. It allows us to live vicariously through other people. And if the material is written well enough, that we'll be able to remember those instances as if they were our own. So we can learn from others' experiences without having to make the same mistakes ourselves, which is always a bonus. Uh, Even though in my lifetime, I've always been an experiential (laughs) learning kind of person. Me too. Don't do that. Oh, I'm fine. Now I'm nursing a broken toe or something. Yeah. No, yeah. Okay, maybe I've not been so much. Here. So, what's critical about this key is that reading permanently alters your brain. When you read something, it's in there. Now, if you're saying, well, my uh, final exams in college didn't reflect that, your ability to recall it is a separate function, folks. It's separate. But in 10 or 20 years when you're not under the pressure of taking an exam, it'll come to you. Yeah. Yeah, this is true. 15 years later at two o'clock in the morning, you're like, I remember the answer to that question. Yeah. It's in there. But what's awesome is because it permanently alters your brain structure when you read something that now you have a new resource to be successful. So take this whole financial philosophy and go to the next level with each key we have alternate resources that you can use and if you just want our recommended reading list please visit our website at com. So you can learn exactly what it is that can take your game, your unlock your wealth, keys to riches, financial philosophy game to the next level by simply following um, some of the suggestions that we have for recommended reading to take each key to that next level. Because like I said, this is just a foundation. And while I would love to think that I am grand enough to be the be all end all, I am humble enough to know, (laughs) because I'm not 18 anymore when I did know it all. (laughs) At 47, I know I don't know enough. Yeah, exactly. And so so now I'm humbled to know that this is a foundation for you to create a lifelong strategy of successful money management. Thank you so much for joining us. We have an extra week in this year, so we've got a bonus. Um, key, uh, Keys to Riches show next week, and or the following week, we have a bonus key. So we will look forward to sharing with you some anecdotes and highlights of the past season. For the Keys to Riches, financial philosophy, and the maestro of Moolah, Michael Terry, as well as the Dinero's, prosperity poochies we have here at the office, um, in the, here in the studio, I'm Heather Wagonhalls. Now go out and unlock your wealth today.
0: UnlockYourWealthRadio.com is produced by Heather Wagonhalls and the Unlock Your Wealth Foundation. UnlockYourWealthRadio.com and its affiliates are copyrighted 2016 with all rights reserved. For more information on the Keys to Riches financial wellness series, please visit our website at www.unlockyourwealth.com. With Lucky Landslots, Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.